Homestyle Green, episode 93. So you know you want to create a sustainable home, but where do you start? G'day and welcome back to another episode of Homestyle Green. This is the podcast all about inspiring people to make a better place to live. We're talking sustainable homes, eco-homes, homes that are healthy and good for you and your family. Today on the show, I want to talk about where do you get started with building a sustainable home. Before I do though, I've got a few announcements. This is episode 93, which means we're rapidly approaching episode 100, which is a huge milestone for me down here in the office chatting away, uh, usually to other people, but occasionally to myself and to all you great listeners out there. I would love it if you would be part of episode 100. And to do that, what I've done on the website over at www.homestylegreen.com, there's a little uh, button over on the right-hand side on the sidebar right now. If you're listening to this around December 2014, it says uh, send a voice message to Homestyle Green and you can click on a big orange button there and start recording and you can leave me a voicemail and I'll pick that up and I would love to record some of those and include those in episode 100. Here's what you need to do. Just answer the question, what is one thing that would make a better home for you? What's one thing that you would like to do to make a better place to live? So answer that question, doesn't have to take very long, um, you can leave your name or you can be anonymous, but uh, head on over, I'd love to hear from you and let me know what's one thing that you would like to do, whether it's for your own home or for somebody else you're maybe helping out with, um, to make a better place to live. And um, also you can leave a note on Facebook and um, I'm going to talk a little bit about Facebook because a question has come through which I'm going to um, is kind of the the uh, inspiration behind the topic of today's show. But um, I'd love to get some more likes. <laughs> we don't we all want more likes. But I'd love to get some more questions happening on Facebook because I think it's a great platform to answer questions and to share ideas because chances are if you've got something that you would like to know about how to build a more sustainable home or how to make your home more sustainable – someone else probably has something very similar going on at their place. And if you uh, drop me a note at Facebook, then we can answer it there and have a bit of a discussion and then other people can benefit from that as well. So head on over to Facebook, like like our Homestyle Green page and pop a question in there and we'll get it answered for you. Um, another place you can get great attention and all your questions answered is the Homestyle Studio. And this is um, something that I've been playing around with for a little while. And if you get in now, there is still a great deal that is available until the 14th of December. Once again, it's 2014. Head on over to homestylegreen.com forward slash studio. And all the details are there. And if you go over before the 14th of December, then you'll be able to get sign up to membership of the Homestyle Studio for just $25 per month. Now, I provide advice on house plans and that costs about 70 bucks 
um, if it's just a, a, a brief preview of your house plan. And I'm more than happy to do that. Love to um, help you out if you want some independent advice on a house plan that you're looking at. But um, I, there's only one of me and I can only help one person at a time and I'm quite busy during the day. So this is a great deal. For $25 a month, you can get access. Uh, I'll be in there every single day. Um, and there'll also be some other designers and some other members of the community in there. So not only will you be getting my input into your design, but you can also be benefiting from all the wisdom of other people who are in a similar position or who have a shared vision um, that you might as well in terms of creating a better place to live. So head on over there, check it out, homestylegreen.com slash studio. Uh, love to get your thoughts on that and your feedback. It's um, it's a, uh, I'm excited about get, getting that up and running and, and getting a bit more interaction with um, you good folk out there who are all very motivated to make a better better place to live. Um, now, before we get stuck into the show, just want to do a quick shout out to Nudora, who are continuing to be fantastic supporters of the show. It's really great to have them on board. And if you are looking at doing a design, then definitely head on over to energyefficientbuilding.co.nz or you can head straight to nudura.com. That's N-U-D-U-R-A.com. And have a look at insulated concrete forms. It's a great way of building quickly and producing a very efficient, energy efficient home and a very comfortable, warm, dry home as well. Now, on to today's topic, which is where do you start to create a sustainable home? And this has come through from a listener question. It was inspired by someone who came um, and asked recently off the back of the survey, uh, which we got some great responses from. And somebody asked essentially that question, where do I start? And specifically, they were talking about uh, getting a designer on board. When, at what point should I go and get a architect or an architectural designer? Uh, particularly if you've got some ideas already about the size and shape of your plan is it best to kind of sketch things out and muck around with um, spend your time doing some drawings and getting some ideas about your home or is it good to jump straight in and go and find an assessor and then uh, sorry an, an architect and, and if you do want to do that where do you find one and, and how do you know if they're any good so today I want to talk about uh, a little bit of detail what we mean by starting with why, which we covered in, in episode 91. It's a very popular, um, great recommendation there from Glenn Murdoch in episode 91, which he referred to Simon Sinek's book and TED Talk about starting with why. And Simon Sinek was talking about business and, and life in general, about that question, but it's a very, very good question when we're talking about building or creating a home because it really pays to step back and think about that fundamental question of why am I creating uh, this space or changing the, the home that I'm currently living in or wanting to seek out a new home? Why am I doing that? And I think that's a really important question. But it's quite a big question. I thought it was worth unpacking that a little bit and diving into how do you answer that question? What does it actually look like to sit down and figure that out? Because it's kind of easier said than done, I think. Um, 
and we're also stepping back a little bit from some of the other topics we've discussed before about the fundamentals of, say, um, energy efficient design. And we covered that quite extensively. If you go back to episode 84, I laid out my um, sort of framework for energy efficient design, which is was maps, wraps, gaps, taps, and then apps. Um, if you haven't checked that out, then go back and have a listen, homestylegreen.com slash 84, and that'll take you to that episode. But this is stepping right back, and we're talking about that big picture of why am I renovating or building or, or remodeling? What am I looking for in, in a new home? kind of comes from a, a sales point of view because it, it is a sale, whether you're convincing yourself or convincing your family or convincing the bank maybe. You've got to think about what's the problem that you're trying to solve? What what are you dissatisfied with and with your current situation? What are you hoping to achieve by creating this new space or adapting the space that you have? So what I've done, if you head on over to homestylegreen.com slash Nine three. That's episode ninety three. I've listed out a whole bunch of questions there, which I think would be a good exercise to go through before you start putting pencil to paper and sketching out some ideas about what you um, want your house to look like, or before you go choosing tapware and uh, bench tops and all those sorts of exciting things. And the first one in there is that simple question of why are you renovating or building or remodeling? or even looking for a new home. What are you hoping to achieve by doing that and embarking on that journey? And even more fundamental to that, I recommend thinking about your lifestyle. Glenn Murdoch mentioned this as well in, in episode 91. And uh, sorry, also um, Tim uh, Jones, who, who I interviewed, who was on last episode speaking about his journey with his family down in Christchurch and what struck me about that most was that it was about lifestyle. He's chosen to live in a small house. What does he end up with? Basically a two-story, sorry, a two-bedroom, 100-square-meter house in Christchurch, but he's not going to have any lawn that he's going to have to spend his weekends taking care of. He's got uh, shops, schools, amenities all within walking distance but one of the key drivers was the fact that he would only need one income uh, so only him only Tim would need to carry on working and his wife would be able to stay at home looking after their um, young child so it starts with lifestyle not with lines on a piece of paper so one of the questions I've suggested asking yourself is what do you want your weekends to look like once this project, this journey that you're embarking on is finished? What do you want your life to look like? Not what do you want your kitchen or your bathroom or your lounge room or your 16-speaker stereo system to look like. What do you want your weekend to look like? Do you want it to be mowing the lawn? Do you want to be painting? Do you want to be maintaining uh, cleaning, painting, varnishing, vacuuming? Do you want to spend ages um, tidying three bathrooms? Do you want to spend the time using a a uh, blower, leaf blower and, and sweeping up the yard or doing lots of gardening? Now, some people might want to do gardening, so that's, again, a lifestyle choice. 
Others might dread the thought of doing gardening. So I would start with your weekend and describe your perfect day. And you might find that your perfect day involves things like hanging out with the kids, going on adventures, going to the beach. might have nothing to do with your house. And if that's the case, then you need to think about what do you need to do to design a house that doesn't need much maintenance and and doesn't need you to be there looking after it every weekend, but also is at a reasonable size where you can be off enjoying that time and not having to spend time maintaining the house or hopefully not working a second job just to pay for the house. So think about lifestyle. That's the underlying message, I guess, from this whole episode is think about what you want your life to look like before you think about what your house is going to look like. So I've got a whole bunch of list, uh, listed a whole bunch of questions there. Have a think through um, what your perfect day would like would be like, and um, then move on to the other second big question, which is money. Now we can't get away from the fact that money is going to be an issue. Um, if if money's not an issue, then great. But you probably um, this probably isn't. The podcast for you. Money is an issue for most people, um, and it's going to be a defining factor in some shape or form. Two big questions relating to money that I recommend. Firstly, how much do you want to pay each month to own and to operate a healthy and safe home? So again, how much do you want to pay on a monthly basis to own and operate your home? That's the first key question. The second question is how much money do you actually have up front to design, consent, build, and to finish your project? So bear in mind that your home renovation, building, moving, whatever it is, um, project isn't just about building. You do need to get some professional design advice up front. You do need to allow money for giving to the council to get your building permission, your consent and your uh, licenses, whatever else you need. Then, of course, you need to pay for the builder. And don't forget the finishing as well. And um, this is just such a common it's a common situation where the landscaping gets left or some painting or some carpets or, heaven forbid, some um, uh, curtains or drapes. There's no money left over at the end. So make sure you've encapsulate the whole project and have the whole budget sorted out early on because that's going to affect that lifestyle again. So think back to, you know, does, does your perfect weekend involve you looking out and, and wishing you had a bit more money to finish the project? If that's the case, then you need to take that into consideration right at the, the outset. Now, note that the order of those two money questions Firstly, ask how much do you want to be paying each month? Secondly, ask how much do you actually have up front? I think those questions usually get asked around the the other way. And sometimes the first question doesn't get asked at all. We scrounge around and, and cobble together a deposit on a on a house or a mortgage and 
basically just stretch ourselves so much just to get that down payment. And then we're left with this thing which is running our lives because we're forever trying to get enough money on a monthly basis just to just to keep the place running. Try flipping those round. And this is what Tim did so well with his house. He decided that he wanted his lifestyle to be one where only he had to be out working and they weren't weren't having to sacrifice time with the young child just to be able to own a house. Um, and there are some great tools out there. Most of the banks have calculators where you can look at your mortgage, but also add on to that mortgage things like your um, energy costs and your cleaning, maintenance, all those sorts of things as well. And of course this, by asking the questions around that way, it allows you to potentially justify a slightly higher uh, upfront cost if you know that by doing that and having an energy efficient home, your monthly payment's going to be much less. So that's number two. Finally, at that point, we can then start looking at the shape, the size and the style. And for this, I really like and I harp back to the great conversation I had with Mark uh, LePage. This was back in episode 50. Mark is the Entree Architect and uh, definitely recommend checking his website out. I'll put a, a link to that episode and also Mark's website on the show notes of uh, this episode. But one of the things that struck me with that episode when I uh, had, a, had a great chat with Mark was the amount of time he spends as a professional architect with his clients just getting to know what they like. And he, he wasn't interested just in the type of house they liked. He gets his clients to create a scrapbook. And in that scrapbook, and this might be three, six months before they start getting in the detailed design of their house and, and before they get into the scope of what they actually want for their house, he will have his clients just collect images of things they like. And they might be cars, they might be scenes, they might be textures, colors, objects, anything they like that just captures their eye because they start to form all those images, a collage of the types of flavor, if you like, that, that appeals to that client. And then he can start to get a sense of if this person is after a contemporary style or a sort of country style or maybe a... Um, modern minimalistic or a classic or a um, Mediterranean style, whatever it might be, he'll start to get an idea of what really appeals to these people. And I think that's a really nice way of looking at it. Don't get um, buried into home and uh, style and interior design magazines because they're, they're quite orchestrated and staged. Think outside the box, just collect images of colors and textures and styles. And I really like the idea of just um, having a think about what's your favorite car because cars are all styled in certain ways and you can probably tell a little bit about people by what kind of car they gravitate to. Is it a boxy, safe car or is it a sports car that's that's all about high performance or is it um, a family car that's big and, and sensible? Um, you know, all those 
tell us a lot about all those um, features tell a lot about a person and also what those what your priorities are for the particular stage of, of your life at the moment as well. So create a scrapbook and you can do this the old-fashioned way get some old magazines, newspapers, whatever get the scissors out and glue some pictures in in a big scrapbook. I've done this and we had a folder um, before we were doing a couple of renovations that um, me and uh, Nat have, have gone through in the past. She's great at um, collecting images and, and scrapbooking. And it's a really useful process to, to visualize different things that we like. Furniture is another good one as well, collecting um, ideas of the type of furniture because that can obviously impact the types of spaces that you, you want to create to put that furniture in. Um, and then, of course, nowadays there's things like Pinterest, and I highly recommend using Pinterest as well. Set up a board. You can share it with others, um, get others to comment, and, and maybe you and a, a partner can um, bounce ideas around and have different boards on Pinterest. And I uh, this was particularly effective for a um, the recent move of the um, Green Building Council office. They actually got their staff to have a – they created a Pinterest um uh, page and a board and they got the staff to collect images and, and post them to these boards to collect ideas about what they would like in their new office so you could do the same thing with your family and say hey just um, go out there and, and have a look at, at whatever websites and share ideas and let's gather a bunch of information to visually show and collect what we want uh, the the type of space that we want to um, to create and how we want to look have some fun with it too that's a great stage to uh, play around and get some really creative ideas going coming now to the <laughs> the original question that this listener asked me was when should I get help and I think this is now the stage when it's good to go out and find a professional designer or some paid assistance. So before we go on to that, just recapping where we've got to so far. First, start with why and what does why look like? Um, I think the fundamental question that we're, you've got to ask yourself is why are you renovating, building, remodeling or looking for a new house? What are you hoping to achieve by doing that? And really think about lifestyle. So that's the first question. What what are you hoping to achieve and what do you want your lifestyle to look like? Secondly, the money questions. How much do you want to pay each month and how much can you get together up front? Just before I forget, on that note as well, this is a real um, sore point for a lot of designers. Be honest with how much you can get up front because it really frustrates designers when they know, and they do know, if you're not telling the truth about the budget. It's going to be costly in terms of your relationship with that designer um, and in real terms as well if you have to change the scope at some point because uh, it turns out you didn't quite have as much money as you had hoped or perhaps you're holding a little bit back because you just don't want them to keep charging you more. It's in everyone's interest if you find out exactly how much you need, how much you want to be spending, and secondly, how much you can get access to, and be honest with that up front. Let the architect or designer know how much money you have, and that will help you avoid any scope changes or scope creep. 
Anyway, moving on, that was budget and money. Then look at shape, size, and style using Pinterest and scrapbooking. And at that point, I think that's a good time to engage with a professional designer. So where to from there? Well, what I've done with this episode is I've started collecting a list of a lot of the designers that I've either had on the show or I'm hoping to get on the show at some point or just designers that I know to be particularly good ones here in New Zealand that I would recommend. So head on over to homestylegreen.com slash 93. It is a New Zealand-centric list at this stage, but I'm very passionate about the idea that the issues that we talk about in this show aren't just about New Zealand. So we will expand that list. And if you've got ideas, if you're listening to this from Australia or the UK or the US, as I know many listeners do, please get in touch and let me know who the good designers are where you live because I would like to make that list bigger and I really want to highlight good designers who I know are out there. All right, well, that's uh, pretty much it for this week. You will have heard through this episode that I've got a bit of a croaky voice, so I've made it through to the 25-minute mark and I'm going to wrap it up right there. Love to get your thoughts on this show. If you've got any um, thoughts on those questions about where to start your sustainable home, then head on over to homestylegreen.com forward slash 93 or hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash homestylegreen. Love to hear you over there. I'm hoping to build up um, my audience. I've been sort of spending most of my attention on Twitter Google Plus and, and LinkedIn, but I'd really want to reach out to more people on Facebook and um, get that humming a little bit more. So please head on over and like the page, like Homestyle Green. And don't forget, before February, uh, sorry, before December 2014, uh, December the 14th, that is, 2014, make sure you go over to homestylegreen.com forward slash studio if you want to sign up and check out the Homestyle Studio where you can get all your questions answered and much, much more from the whole community of Homestyle Green. Thanks to Nadora for sponsoring the show. Don't forget to check them out, energyefficientbuilding.co.nz. This has been episode 93. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Matthew Cutler-Welsh. Now go make a better place to live.